Shabbat Shalom and blessings. Hope you are doing well today. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldoze of Faith, living life in the spirit. What a blessed Sabbath we're having here in the land of Israel. And I hope that you are having a blessed day wherever you are watching from. We've come to the end of Sabbath here in the land. And I don't know what the time is. I forgot to look. Let's have a look. It's 10.40 in the evening. Hallelujah. And I uh, just want to take some time out where we can come around the scriptures and uh, looking forward to what we're going to be sharing on tonight and just really pressing in with what uh, the Father has put on my heart. And, um, you know, the title tonight is an interesting title. I've called it Troubled and what should I say? And it's it's actually from the scriptures. <laughs> You'll be pleased to know that it's from the scriptures. So it's not a depressed message that we're going to talk about tonight. It's going to be something filled with joy and the love of Yehovah. And um, really what I was doing is I was going through the book of John today and just looking around the, the areas of John chapter 14, 15 and 16 and what's happening before, what happens after, you know, a very important time within the book of John where Yeshua is basically going through his entire ministry time with his uh, disciples and he is, uh, you know, just uh, lifting them up and helping them clearly understand uh, what he uh, is doing on the earth. And, you know, in chapter 13, there was a portion of scripture that really stood out to me. And it's, it's when I started to realize, you know, so many times when we face trouble, so many times when we're troubled in spirit, troubled in heart, it's very easy to make the wrong decision because of our perspective, because of our feelings, because of our emotions. And we are not called to walk in our feelings and emotions. And our feelings and emotions are very real, but they must be made subject to the will of of God. They've got to be subject to the scripture. So if your will and emotions are out of sync with the word of Yehovah, then the way you operate will be very different. Well, anyway, I just want to make a few shout outs to those who are tuning in. If you're tuning in right now, just uh, uh, give us thumbs up, but also just uh, put in the comments where you're watching from. We've got uh, Greta joining with us from Belgium. Good to see you. We've got Jeff in the US. We've got Darcy. Shabbat Shalom. We've got Holly Clark in uh, Montana. Uh, we've got New Day joining with us in North Carolina. And uh, just give us a shout out. Let us know. We've got Lola there. Good to see you. I'm not getting all the feeds coming up uh, for everyone. We've got Sally. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. We've got Jay in the UK and Wales. Good to see you. So anyway, look, what we'll do, uh, you know, we're just really, we're just going to bounce around the scriptures and just enjoy this time to be edified and built in the word. And I really believe that what we will communicate tonight will be life-saving. And you might think, well, that's pretty strong to say life-saving. Yes, it can be life-saving because if you are reacting to your emotions and to the circumstances of the things that you see around you, it could cause you to step seriously out of the will of Yehovah. And we've got to be fine-tuned in the Ruach HaKodesh, in the Holy Spirit. Welcome, Esther, in uh, Australia. Good to see you. Uh, 
just uh, keep uh, putting your notes on there on the comments as we go through this message tonight. Uh, we've got Jerry as well. Welcome, Jerry, up there in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Good to see you, brother. Hope you're doing well today. Um, all right, listen, let's pray. And then we're just we're just going to flow. I've got a couple of little note-like things, but I just really felt that what I want to do is just really speak from the heart and um, be centered around the Scripture, but really deliver a message that will bring so much encouragement and strength uh, to those who are tuned in today. If you're watching by uh, or, or listening by podcast, welcome. Um, we are glad that you have joined with us. Please share uh, on social media and the podcast with others on Spotify, uh, as well as on Facebook and YouTube. It's a, it's a blessing that we can be on so many channels uh, right now. Anyway, Father, we want to thank you for this day. We thank you that it's not by might, nor by power. It's not by our force or the things that we can do. It's not even by our intelligence. It's not even by our experience, but it's by your Spirit. And Father, we want more than anything to be in a place where we see the life of your Spirit manifesting within our lives. Right now, before we start, we break the assignments of the enemy in Yeshua's name. We come against every single assignment the enemy has against us. And Father, we ask you that you will empower us to be victorious over the devices of Hasatan, that we will be fine-tuned in the Spirit, that our mind will be set upon your Word, no matter what we face, no matter what trials. You know, we've got uh, some people are facing elections in the USA, and no matter what things are in front of us, Father, we ask that our mind will be stayed upon you and upon your word. And Father, we ask for your life to dwell within us. We thank you, Father, that that uh, we can partake of the life of a living God. This is not religion. This is relationship that we are walking in the Spirit. So we're not just going through a whole bunch of emotions trying to find out, you know, uh, a lot of good things that we can apply to our lives and our ability. No, we submit our ability to you, Father. We need you. Father, we need you. And we call upon your name, Yehovah. We call upon your name. We, we ask that you strengthen us this day. So, Father, I pray for all those who are watching for those who are uh, going through difficult times, Father, for those who've got questions and they're asking the Father, Father, what's the answer? Which way should I go? I pray that what we share tonight will be a blessing and encouragement in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Welcome, Cassandra. Good to see you uh, in the U.S. Blessings to you. We've got Arlene as well. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. All right, so... I just want to start with Isaiah chapter 26 before we get there. Uh, and then we're going to get into the words of Yeshua as well. But it says in Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3, You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. 
And over all of the things that we're going to talk about tonight, over all the things that we are going to share, I want you to, in the midst of trouble and the things that we're looking at, I want you to understand that the key to you walking in the victory, no matter what you face, no matter how big the challenge of life may be, no matter how uh, big the obstacle in front of you might be, the impossibility. You know, Haley, Hannah and I were watching a movie last night, uh, an Indian movie, first time I've really watched, uh, uh, I've probably watched a couple of Indian movies with subtitles, and it was about this uh, young girl who became the first female pilot um, in the military in India against the war in Pakistan. And uh, it was such an amazing testimony as you watched what this girl and this woman went through. As she, All she wanted to do was fly. And the oppositions and the challenges and the times to give up, the times to walk away, and still the dream and the drive to press forward. Well, anyway, I want us to not look at... Um, just the great stories of what can happen in the flesh with the dreams that you have. But I want to ask you a question. Are you connected truly into the heart of the dreams that the Father has for you? So it's not about what dreams you can muster up within your heart, but do your dreams line up with the will and the purpose of Yehovah. It's so very easy to give up in the things that the Father has called you to because you want to do it your way. And if you will stay the course, if you will just press in, and here comes the most important word, and trust, you will truly see the victory. So, you keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Now, you know, for those who have been uh, enjoying the ministry of Bulldozer Faith for for a number of years, you know, you're always going to see me go to the book of James. You know, as we look at that Isaiah chapter 26, I've got to wear the glasses again. You know what it's like, him. In James chapter 1, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask Elohim, who gives generously to all without finding fault, but it will be um, so without finding fault, and it will be given to him. But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like the wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not think he will receive anything from Yehovah. He is double-minded. He's a double-minded man, unstable in all he does. And this verse really ties in powerfully with what we've just uh, got written here in Isaiah chapter 26. You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed. His mind is stayed. Listen, you the word trust, the word uh, who puts his faith 
as we see in the book of James. You know, we have got to keep our faith on him. We cannot allow our faith to be tossed. We can't allow our mind. We can't be double-minded. But we have got to what? We have got to believe. Do you believe in the word of Yehovah? Sometimes we're in so much panic with the circumstances we face, it's very difficult to get into the Word because there's so much noise of what's going on around you. You look at the Word and all of a sudden you've just got everything uh, in, in life's challenges screaming at you. Now how do you get to the place where your mind is stayed on Him? You have got to shut off. And if it means shutting down your social media, if it means switching the internet feeds off and, and just saying, you know, I need to come aside. And every day, every single one of us need to take time out. You know, I like to do it first thing in the morning because I want to do what? I want to start my day right. I want to start my day in the presence. But, you know, you might be one of those people that like to spend time in the evening. And that's okay. You just work out your own salvation <laughs> with fear and trembling. You know, but we want to get to that place where we develop by the Holy Spirit. And this is very important. We develop by the Holy Spirit a mind that is stayed on Him. Our trust factor has to rise up. What does it take to get to the place of trust? How do we establish trust? We keep within the Word. We discover who He is. We walk with Him. We, um, uh, we commune with Him. Are you in His presence? Do you know Him? This is not religion. It's relationship. What is the Holy Spirit speaking to you in this season? What words are you getting? And, you know, it's also a word of warning as we look at this to be stayed because when there's trouble and when there's lots of, uh, you know, uh, craziness going on within the world, it's very easy to be to get caught up in all of the craziness of what's going on around you where you can end up making the wrong, wrong decisions. You know, there's many people who profit from the foundation of fear. They see they see fear uh, fear is happening, fears in the world, you know, the end of the world is nigh, we're almost there. You know, you may as well sell everything, you know, get all your money out of the bank, you know, go buy gold and, and silver. You know, look, haven't you read the book of Revelation? A piece of bread could buy a bag of gold. What's more important than gold and silver is food. <laughs> But, you know, we can be so panicked up. What time are we living in? Are we at the end of the end? And you can go through one ministry to another ministry and, you, you know, as they're painting the picture of the end times. And yes, we are in the end times. But let me tell you something. Israel is the timepiece. So I don't care what's going on in the world around us. Yes, I know we are seeing so many signs that come in line with end time prophecy. But let me tell you something. We are just as convinced today as 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 the teachers were convinced back in the 60s, 70s and 80s on the day in which we're living and in previous centuries. What time are we living in? Do not move into the realm of panic, but let you be stayed, your mind be stayed upon him because he will carry you through. Don't lose the agenda of the spirit 
to respond to the urgency of fear or, or manipulation uh, to act in a certain way, in a certain direction. We have got to take our mind, uh, make our minds stayed on Yahovah. No matter what you face, no matter what you go through, trust in Yahovah. That's the key. You know, we, we can't have a fixation on our circumstantial ills. You know, Elohim is in control and our focus needs to be found on him. So what's your circumstances? What, what are they saying to you? Take note of these things right now. Just think about it. How have you been responding this week? How have you been responding through this pandemic as the entire world seems to be changing at a rapid rate at this time? How, how are you responding to these circumstances? Are you delving more into the scripture to find the will of Yehovah and how we are aligned to his will? Or are we panicking and trying to make decisions based on the things that we are seeing through the natural eyes? So there's plenty of messages out there. There's plenty of stories. There's plenty of convincing, uh, you know, teachings on where we are and what's happening. And I want to tell you, in the midst of all of it, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of all the things you're going through, do you have peace? How do we find that peace? Um, let's go to First Peter chapter 5. We'll just turn over there. First Peter chapter 5. I just want to read a couple of verses. Um, it's a great scripture. Obviously, everyone knows the scripture. God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. But in verse 6 of chapter 5, it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under Elohim's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. In the midst of trouble, how are we going to respond? How are you going to act? Sometimes we've got to know how to take that big deep breath. You know, when your heart's gone and you're, you just feel so anxious with the, the decisions that are set before you. Maybe you've got to say some very strong words. You've got to communicate something to someone and you don't want confrontation and you've got to take that big deep breath because what are you seeking to do you know let's not be anxious humble ourselves therefore under Elohim's mighty hand what does it mean to humble ourselves under his mighty hand that he may lift you up in due season what it means is we don't have all the answers We'd, God opposes the proud. He opposes the ones that stand up and say, I've got all the answers. I know exactly what I'm doing, how to do it. Listen, we do not have all the answers, but we humble ourselves before Yehovah under his mighty hand. We are in his care and he will carry us through. He will lift you up in due, due time. It says in verse 8, be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy Hasatan prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Be self-controlled. Be alert. You know, we've got half the population is on medication, you know, for attention, uh, ADD or whatever you call it. You know, I don't even believe it's a proper medical uh, condition. 
but we're so scatterbrained in the nations that we're medicating even our children just because they're, um, you know, alive and active, you know? But where's our attention? Is our attention in the place where we can't even sit down long enough to listen to the Word, to get the Scriptures within us? Are we creating a hunger after Him? Are we allowing the enemy to do what? Just get us in a place where we are out of control. And what's the Father saying? Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy has a tan. He is prowling around like a lion looking for someone to devour. Who does he want to devour? He wants to devour the one who's lost their way, the one who is off the path, the one who's in panic, the one who, you know, is stressed out and, and seriously troubled and doesn't know how to harness and be stayed in, in the mind on Yehovah. The one who's lacking trust. God, I can trust you with all these things. But in this situation, I can't trust you. I can't trust you to provide the finances that I, I need. I can't trust you to provide the husband that I need. I can't trust you to provide whatever your situation. You put it in. Where are you at? Where's your trust factor in the presence of Yehovah? And today, what are we talking about? Humbling ourselves before a mighty Elohim. And under his hand, knowing that he will lift you up. Don't be anxious. Don't worry. Listen. Don't make a decision today in this temporal circumstance that you're facing. You might think that the very things that are about to happen is game over. It's not game over. Because it's but Elohim. He is with you. He will carry you through. Hallelujah. Resist the devil. Resist him. Verse 9. Stand firm in the faith because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering. An Elohim of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Messiah after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, someone needs to get a praise party on right now. You need to praise him in the midst of the storm. You need to praise him before the victory and say, You know what, Father? I am so blessed because I know... That by your grace, even if I've made mistakes, even if I've failed you, Father, you are able to carry me through. Your grace, your favor is upon me. You called me into your eternal glory and Messiah. I am born again of the Spirit. I don't know about you, but where do you stand? Are you standing that you are steadfast in the presence of Yehovah? Have you given your life to Yehovah? Have you surrendered your everything? Because that's what this section of Scripture is all about. Humble yourself, therefore, under Elohim's mighty hand. Stop trying to work out your life in your way. Come on. This is the hour. This is time for us to get to the place to see His glory manifest within our lives. Let's just turn to the book of Colossians chapter 3. 
thank you, Father, for your word. His word is alive. <laughs> I can't see my computer with the glasses on, but I can see my Bible. All right, Colossians chapter 3, and I just want to read these first few verses. Uh, verse 1, Since then you have been raised with Messiah. Set your hearts on things above where Messiah is seated at the right hand of Elohim. Verse 2, Set your minds on the things above not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden in Messiah and Elohim. When Messiah, the anointed one, uh, who is in your life appears, then you also will appear with him in his glory. So what are we seeing in this portion of scripture? Set your hearts on things above. Where's your heart set? You know, you ever get to the place where you're just really, you know, feeling physical pain? You know, some sometimes you might even feel like you want to vomit because of the things that you face, because of the stress of the things that are before you. So how do we get to that place where we call on the Lord? Say, God, I need your strength. At this time, I need your strength. And in, in a minute, we're going to go to the, the words of Yeshua in very difficult places. And we're going to see how he responded. Every day we need him. You've got to get to that place where, you know, how long has this trial been going on for? How long can you wake up every day? You know, kick yourself out of bed and say, I'm just going to press forward. I'm pressing forward. I don't see the answer, but I'm going to praise. I'm going to pray in the Spirit. I'm going to press forward. Let me tell you something. You are going to see the victory in Messiah. For those who trust in Yehovah, what will they do? They will renew their strength. <laughs> they will soar on wings as eagles. Hallelujah. They will rise up. Listen. Don't be downcast. Come on, speak to yourself. Rise up according to the scripture by the Spirit. So don't just go to the Bible and get the good words and the things to say to help you get through life. Apply the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. The only way you can receive the Holy Spirit is if you surrender your life to Messiah. You've got to give your life to Yeshua. If you're watching right now and you're in a place of brokenness, maybe you've walked away and you're saying, God, I can't take it anymore. You need to come back right now in Yeshua's name. Just come back and surrender. If you have never prayed and surrendered your life to Elohim, this is the time and this is the place to do it right now. Just say, Father, I'm giving you my life. I'm a sinner and my way is not your ways. I deserve the death penalty. But Yeshua, you paid the price for me. And I need your salvation. I need your deliverance. I can't live this life on my own. Will you rescue me? Will you save me from me? <laughs> Hallelujah. Will you live within my life so I can walk in the freedom of your salvation? Hallelujah. If you've prayed that prayer and you're in that place, please email us. We want to hear from you and we want to be an encouragement. And I want you to know it's not just about praying a prayer 
It's about true surrender. I'm not going to say to you, if you pray a prayer, oh, that's it. You know, you just prayed a prayer. Everything's all hunky-dory. Now go live your life like you want to live your life. No, you need to surrender your life to God. Give your life up to him and allow him to reign in and through your life. And if you do that, you will see a great and mighty move of the Holy Spirit within your life. I want to read from the book of Psalms, uh, chapter 3. And uh, interest in Sam here, maybe, you know, how much of it are we going to read? Let's have a look. Um, we're just looking at Elohim's protection. Let's just read this Sam. I think it's important for what we are talking about tonight. O Yehovah, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, Elohim will not deliver him. Oh, you feel like you're in a situation where you've got the world talking against you. Ha, he trusts in God, she trusts in God. You think God's going to deliver them? You know, that's what people might be saying. But you, here's the key. Verse 3 of Psalm 3. But you are a shield around me, O Yehovah. You bestow glory on me and lift up my head. To Yehovah I cry aloud, and he answers me from his holy hill. I lie down and sleep. I wake up again because Yehovah sustains me. I will not fear the tens of thousands drawn up against me on every side. Arise, O Yehovah, deliver me, O my Elohim. Strike all my enemies on the jaw. Break the teeth of the wicked. From Yehovah comes deliverance. May your blessings be on your people. And I release this scripture as a scripture of prayer over your life. But if we look at what David has gone through in this psalm, you know, it's about um, the rebellion of Absalom, and that, that's what uh, they say. It, this is the time when it is written and how Elohim protects him in the face of the rebellion of his son. But what does it say here in verse 3? But you are my shield. But you are a shield around me. Do you see by the Spirit right now? Do you see by the Spirit that he is a shield around you? It doesn't matter. You bestow glory on me. Why? You lift up my head. Why? To you, Yehovah, I cry aloud. And he answers me from his holy hill. He answers me. God has a place where his answer will come forth. God has a place where his answer will come forth. May the answer come forth into your life right now in Yeshua's name. But what does he do? He says, I lie down and sleep. I wake up again. Why? Because Yehovah sustains me. So how's your sleep? How do you, you know, are you preparing your hearts before you go to bed? Are you preparing your hearts with victory so when you lie down to sleep, you lie down to sleep in victory, knowing that you have the sustaining power of a mighty God to bring forth deliverance into your life? My God is able. Whose report do you believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. I am not believing the report of this world. I'm not believing my accusers. 
I'm not going to take the words of those who speak wrong against me. I'm going to stand upon his promise. Why? Because I know where I'm found. And I want to ask you the question, where are you found today? Are you found in the presence of Yehovah? I lie down to sleep. I wake up again. Hallelujah. Because Yehovah sustains me. I will not fear. <laughs> I will not fear mosquitoes in my bedroom. That's not what it says. I will not fear the tens of thousands drawn up against me on every side. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, this is a big situation. This is a big situation. Maybe your situation is a large situation. I will not fear. Let this be your declaration. I will not fear. It doesn't matter what is being uh, cumbered up against me, what's drawn against me. Why? Because I arise, I, I make a declaration, Arise, Yehovah, deliver me, O my Elohim. Why? Because I have seen the victory of a mighty God before. I have seen his hand protecting me. He has saved my life on many occasions. He has brought me through. He has made a way where there hasn't been a way on so many times. I've been through tough times. I've been through good times. And my report is this. I serve a mighty God and he is able to carry me through. And it doesn't matter what you face today. He is able to carry you through. So what are you going to do with the trouble? Huh? Are you troubled? What are you going through? What's happening within your heart? What are you dealing with? Well, before we talk about Yeshua, as I told you we're going to do, I want us to go to the book of Romans chapter 8, you know, one of my favorite chapters in Romans. And I, I'm just going to go to, you know, uh, a scripture in this section that I love. Uh, you know, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Let's just get there. Um, if I can find it. Okay, let's have a look. Let's read from 26. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. And this is vitally important. And this is everything that I'm saying. If you have an ear to hear, you must hear this. You must do this by the Spirit. Because the Spirit will help you in your weakness. So you've got the devil telling you who you are. And you just need to say, that's right, devil, that's who I am. Instead of saying, oh, yeah, that's who I am, and whoosh, down you go. No, you recognize who you are. But what's going to happen? You are calling on the Spirit's help in the place of weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Ruach HaKodesh, the Spirit himself, intercedes for us with groans and words. That words cannot express. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with Elohim's will. Well, I don't know what all the fuss is about the Holy Spirit. I know what the fuss is about the Holy Spirit. We need the Ruach HaKodesh. We need the Holy Spirit dwelling within us. It's by the Spirit that we have victory. Hallelujah. You know, if you've got the prayer language in the Spirit, then just pray in the Spirit. It will edify you. It will build you up. And what are you doing in groans and in tongues and in prayer? What are you doing? You are proclaiming 
the exact will of Elohim over your situation. Because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with Elohim's will. And we could just close our Bibles, and we've had a really good time right there. But let's read verse 28. And we know that in all things Elohim works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those Elohim foreknew, he also predestined, hallelujah, to be conformed to the likeness of his son, so that he might be in, uh, so that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified and those he justified he also glorified hallelujah what are we saying here what are we seeing in this passage it doesn't matter what you face my god is able elohim works for the good of those who love him he works for the good for the so where are you where's your trust Where's your trust in the midst of the trouble? Where's your love? Do you know how to be intimate in the presence of Yehovah? You've been called according to his purpose, not your purpose. How many times have I ministered and counseled to people in the nations of the world who are struggling in their relationship with God and then they discover that the very things that they are doing and all the... Everything they're involved in, they're doing it because it's what they wanted to do. They never sought the will of God for their life. And they just keep increasing the commitments and the binding of their lives around a whole program that's adverse from the, the will of God. How do we get to the place where we align ourselves with his will and with his word Elohim works for the good of those who love him. I want to ask you a question. Do you love him? Do you love him? I told you we're going to talk about Yeshua. Hallelujah. Let's go to the book of John. And, uh, you know, my my thoughts, you know, today as I was just studying the scripture, my thoughts were I was going to go into John chapter 14, but I ended up going back to John chapter 12, and just going through these scriptures, because what do we see? We see such a build-up. We see an emotional roller coaster. So you might be thinking, wow, you know, one minute I'm in this great place and celebration and everything's great. The next minute, boom, I'm facing ha, hardships, difficult times, difficult decisions, difficult choices. I've got to speak out in places where I don't want to speak out. I feel trouble all around me. I'm weary, I'm down, I'm under the weight. Just remember, no temptation has seized you except what is common to man, but God is faithful and just. He'll give you the power and the ability to stand up under it. It doesn't say he gives you the ability just to jump out from it. He'll give you the authority to stand up under it. Hallelujah. So what do we see in John chapter 12? We see great events. We see Yeshua. He's anointed with the precious perfume. He's anointed and everyone's upset. Leave him alone. What are you doing to this guy? And Yeshua's like, no, no, this is important. This is fine. You know, don't worry. You know, she is preparing me for the day of burial. 
you know then we have the triumphal entry of Yeshua coming in to Jerusalem you know he is coming in as who the king of Israel Hosanna blessed is he who comes in the name of Yehovah blessed is the king of Israel Yeshua what did he do he found a young donkey sat upon it as it was written do not be afraid, O daughter Zion. See, your king is come and seated on a cult. Hallelujah. This is how we know Yeshua is alive because, you know, we see him in the Tanakh in Zechariah. We see that scripture in chapter 9, verse 9. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid, O daughter Zion. See, your king is come and seated on a donkey's cult. Hallelujah. Then what do we uh, go through next? We see Yeshua sitting his disciples down and sharing about his death. So we go from being anointed from burial, we go to the triumphal entry. Everyone's like, Yeshua, he is the king of kings. He's coming in. He's the king of Israel. He's going to deliver us from these Romans. That's what they thought. But they didn't understand the two comings of Messiah. And uh, then what do we have? We have the portion of Scripture. And I just want to read this uh, that we see in verse 20 of John chapter 12. Now there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the feast. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. Sir, they said, we would like to see Yeshua. Uh, Philip went to tell Andrew and Andrew and Philip in turn told Yeshua. Yeshua replied, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seed." Many seeds. The man who loves his life will lose it, while the man who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant will also be. My father will honor the one who serves me. Now, here's the key verse in verse 27. It says this, Now my heart is troubled. And what shall I say? And this is the, the foundation of our message of what we want to share tonight. Now my heart is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No. It's not for this, ver it's, is it not for this very reason I came to this hour? Father, glorify your name. Was it not for this very reason? That I came to this hour. My heart is troubled. And what shall I say? My heart is troubled. And what shall I say? Here's Yeshua. He's living in his destiny. He's gone through the highs. He's gone through the lows. He's gone through the celebration. He's gone through the pain. And now he is prepared to walk the path. To bring salvation. And deliverance and redemption to the entire world and to bring restoration to the whole house of Israel. My heart is troubled, and what shall I say? I just want to challenge you right now, and I want you to look back. Maybe some of you need to get a pen and paper in the place of prayer and said, Father, in the place where my heart has been troubled, has my actions been by the Spirit? Why? Because 
if we go back up to our opening scripture, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Isaiah 26. No matter what we face, we trust. Hallelujah. We are not at the mercy of our circumstances. And I want you to take note. You know, I want us to think as we look at this portion of Scripture. I want us to think. Have we been acting in the right way by the Spirit in the place of a troubled heart? It's so easy to meditate on the wrong things. It's so easy for us to allow things to annoy us and pull us down that shouldn't shouldn't even shake us. You know? No, that's not a blowing of a storm. That's just a little bit of wind. It's amazing how people can be so annoyed over such simple little things. And we have got to get our minds stayed upon Yehovah. And we are seeing from Yeshua and how he operated and the things that has gone on in his life and what he says in this portion of Scripture. So anyway, he, he goes on, he shares this. You know, the Son of Man must be lifted up. And what's he doing? He's preparing the ground. He's telling them, this is what's going to happen. This is what is before us. And in chapter 13, um, you know, he starts dealing with forgiveness. You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand it. Unless I wash your feet, you have no power of me. Yeshua, he came to serve, and we are called to have a servant heart and a servant attitude. Oh, you're not going to wash my feet. You know, I'm going to wash your feet. and I don't, I don't need to uh, have my feet washed. Oh, well, if you must wash my feet, why not wash the whole of me then? <laughs> As Simon Peter said, person who has had a bath needs only to wash his feet. His whole body is clean. And you are clean, though not every one of you are clean. So what's Yeshua doing? He's leading up to a moment in time. He knows what's ahead of him. He's already had the perfume poured on his body in preparation for burial. He's already had the triumphal entry into Jerusalem. He's already shared with his disciples over the times on where he is at, that he is not going to surrender, but he will stay faithful to the will and the purposes of God. And I just plead to you right now, stay faithful to the will and the purposes of God for your life. Don't go to the left or to the right. So he goes through, he's teaching the understanding, the importance of servanthood. And then he comes to a confronting moment, a difficult place in verse 21. And after he had said this, well, what did he say? Let's just go back and read. He said this in verse 20. I tell you the truth, whoever accepts anyone I send accepts me. And whoever accepts me accepts the one who sent me. Thank you, Father. Verse 21. After he had said this, Yeshua 
was troubled in spirit and he testified and he testified he's troubled so we see what do we see in chapter 12 we see that uh, his heart is troubled now he's troubled in spirit you know it was one thing to be troubled in your heart there's another thing to be troubled in the depths of your spirit we're moving into a far deeper place he testifies I tell you the truth one of you is going to betray me why because he's poured out his love he's washed the disciples feet he's demonstrated what it means to walk as a true servant as a reflection of who God is listen you serve a God who's in pursuit of you this is not religion this is not Buddhism this is not Hinduism Judaism you know or any other ism what is this we are in a relationship with the creator of the universe we don't have religion we have relationship and your God is in pursuit of you all these false religions there God's not in pursuit of them but we have a God who is in pursuit of us so what's he doing he's troubled in spirit and what's he going to do testify he's going to proclaim I tell you the truth one of you is going to portray uh, is going to betray me his disciples stared at one another at a loss to know which of them he meant why you know Yeshua what are you doing why are you messing with the unity in the camp we've just had a beautiful experience of the washing of feet so why are you going to ruin the moment you know we're all shocked what are we going to do right you know what are we talking about right now can you imagine what the disciples went through as Yeshua is seeking to teach them he's saying what get your mind stayed upon Yehovah get your heart settled right now before you walk into some of the biggest storms of your life get your heart get your soul in place get your spirit in place this day hallelujah praise the name of Yeshua the disciples are at a loss what do you mean one of them the disciple whom Yeshua loved was reclining next to him that's John who's writing this Simon Peter motioned to this disciple and said ask him which one he means leaning back against Yeshua he asked him Lord who is it Yeshua answered it is the one to whom I will give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish you know what did it mean to give a piece of bread what did it mean to give a piece of bread it was a custom for the host to give a guest a piece of bread and in giving a morsel of bread what did it mean it was a gesture of special friendship it was an extension of friendship and even though he knew what Judas was going to do that Judas was going to betray him he chose to use the symbol of friendship of love to reach out to him to identify who he was so that everyone would see that Yeshua would be known 
by his love. And, you know, how are we meant to be known? And that's what we're going to come on to in a second. But let's just read on these few verses. He's dipped in the dish. Then he dipped the piece of bread and he gave it to Judas Iscariot, son of Simon. As soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered into him. Yeshua said, what you're about to do, do it quickly. Yeshua told him, but no one at the meal understood why Yeshua said this to him. Since Judas was in charge of the money, some thought Yeshua was telling him to buy what was needed for the feast or to give something to the poor. As soon as Judas had taken the bread, he went out and it was night. And you know, something else that's so important about this as we're coming into Passover in this passage of Scripture, you've got to get the leaven out. And you know, what's Yeshua doing? He's dipping the bread into the hummus probably, handing it to Judas as friendship, demonstrating the love of God. And what's he doing? He's removing the leaven. The leaven is being removed. And I love what it goes into here. Go quickly. Do, you know, what you're about to do, do it. Do it quickly. Come on. As soon as Judas had taken the bread, he went out and it was night. Then in verse 31, when he had gone, Yeshua said, Now is the Son of Man glorified. And Elohim is glorified in him. If Elohim is glorified in him, Elohim will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me. And just as I told the Jews, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I am going, you cannot come. And then he says this in 34, A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And that's the key in knowing who we are. And as the body of Messiah, this is where we've got to get to. We have got to get to the place that our actions are actions of love for one another. Yes, there's times where we have to be firm. There's times where we have to deal with issues. That is all good and in its biblical place. But are we truly operating in the love of Yehovah for one another? Because that's how the world is going to know who we are. I've seen situations even in these past months where people have acted so out of character from the will and the purposes of God that it's caused unbelievers to be even further away from the presence of God. But we want to draw in to, to, to who he is. We want to be drawn into his very presence. So in the midst of the trouble, in the midst of the things that we go through, just in these small examples that I have shared tonight, what have we seen? Yeshua said, my heart is troubled. In chapter 12, in chapter 13, he was troubled in spirit. But in all of it, he stayed the course. So if you're feeling troubled, 
Now my heart is troubled. What shall I say? No, don't. Save me from this. Just get me out. No, get me out of here. I'll never forget the day I got my head in a three and a half thousand gallon tank that was empty. When I was in a job that I couldn't handle, that I didn't think I had the ability, I got in the in this tank because it was such a noisy environment in this dairy plant, uh, 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 dairy Clifford's Dairy in Bracknell in Berkshire, and I cried out, God, either get me out of here or teach me. And this is what we see in this portion of Scripture. Father, save me from this hour. Nope, that's not the right question. It was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Either get me out of here or teach me. Not help me understand how to stand in the midst of the difficulties I face in my life today. Yeah, there's an option. Get out of there. Come on. You can get out of there. But is it the will of the Father? Is that truly the Father's will? So many of us are trying to get out, you know. How many people do you know? Stop the world, let me get off, hallelujah. Can't wait for pre-tribulation rapture because they don't want to go through the tribulation when reality we see in the scriptures that we will go through the tribulation period. Stop the world and let me off. Is that really the will of Yehovah? No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. I want to end this time together with the high praises of a mighty God. Father, glorify your name. In James chapter 4, verse 8, it says, Draw near to Elohim, and he will draw near to you. In the book of John, chapter 15, verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. The only things we do are value, of value are the things we do in his presence. So come on, let's make a declaration. Father, fill us up and send us out. Will you fill us up? And send us out. I want you to be charged tonight in the presence of a mighty God, ready to go forth in his name, to proclaim his victory, to set the captives free, to bring salvation and deliverance to this generation. Instead of trying to work out, you know, how many minutes do we have left? What do I need to do for my own personal survival? Who cares about your personal survival? Let's get on with the will of Yehovah and stop being focused on all of the preparation and the things that you need to do. You just need to have your heart after Yehovah and follow him and understand his will and purpose and know how to walk in his ways. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with this message tonight and I hope and pray that Tonight, the fire of the Spirit may be in your bones and you will draw near to Yahovah, that you will not just go through the motions of what it looks like to be a believer, but you will genuinely be in the presence of a mighty God. Father, draw us near to you. That's our prayer tonight. Draw me near to you. Come on, you pray. Father, I want to be drawn near to you. I'm pressing into you and I need you to press into me. I'm pressing forward to know you more. Because I need you.
You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you. Because he trusts in you. Father, I trust you with all of my heart, with all of my soul. I know you're able. And I lift up all the things we're going through right now. I lift up everything the ministry's going through, everything we're going through here in the land of Israel. And I know that you are able, that you are faithful, and I trust you. And what's your prayer tonight? Do you trust him? Have you... Have you said the wrong words? Are you, you know, are you singing off the devil's song sheet instead of the presence of Yahovah? Then take this moment of time and start singing off the right song sheet. Come on. Psalm chapter 3. Just go, just go back and proclaim from the psalmist himself and sing a song of victory. Come on. Sing a song of victory. Of victory. I am calling out for us to come together in victory. And yes, there can be so much emotion, so much challenge, so much difficulty. What's going to happen in the midst of trouble? What's this election in the U.S. going to look like? And how's it going to affect Israel? How's it going to affect the nations of the world? Are you troubled over these things? May your heart be steadfast in the presence of Yehovah. Be steadfast in his presence. That's where we're called to be. Oh, hallelujah. Man, I tell you, I am fired up. I'm encouraged. I really appreciate every one of you for tuning in today as we are around the scriptures. Uh, we didn't broadcast last week, but you know what? I just want to tell you something. You know, I want us to be in tune. We are facing challenges here in the land of Israel, and we're just going to press in. And if that's what it takes to press in, we've got to press in. It's not about how many broadcasts do we do. You know, everyone knows me. I want to broadcast every single day, but sometimes we've just got to get in that place and buckle in in his presence. And look, it's time to stand. Listen, if you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry, share testimonies with us. Let's hear what the Father's speaking to you. What's he doing in your life? You know, maybe this, I tell you what, this week we're going to get a Zoom call going and we're going to have a good time of prayer and uh, fellowship and testimony so that everyone can interact. So listen, if you're watching right now, if you want to get on this Zoom call, you're going to have to be on our... Uh, let me find it. Uh, if you go to Bulldozer Faith on Facebook, we've got a group in there. Let me bring it up. It's called Bulldozer Faith Intercession Group. I'm going to send you a link for that group right now. Uh, you can request uh, to join the group right here. For those who are on Facebook, if you're not on Facebook, it's okay. Don't worry. But we'll post the Zoom link on there because it will be private. Um, we'll also send it out so people can get uh, the link um, as well for that. And we'll work out what day we're going to do it, maybe in the middle of the week, and we'll have a time of testimony and prayer and encouragement. Um, but um, look, stand with us. You know, I, I appreciate every person, those who sow into the ministry. Bless you. Thank you so much for what you give into the ministry for us to be able to minister to so many people and reach out and make a difference. We appreciate 
your support. If, you don't, if you're not a giver to Bulldoze of Faith and you want to start pouring into a ministry that's making a difference, this could be your time. If you go to the header, you'll see bulldozerfaith.com. You can join with us in giving and support, also in prayer and pressing in with us. Uh, because, look, the purpose of our ministry time is to do life together but in a true way. You know, we don't want to be seeker-friendly, but we want to do life in a way where we can encourage each other in the presence of Yehovah to make a difference. So plant seeds right now into the gospel. Go to our giving page and give within the currency in the country that you're watching in. Sow seeds. Why? Because the joy, there's, there's nothing more blessed. What did Yeshua say? The seed must fall to the ground and die, and then it will produce a mighty harvest. And we have got to be continually planting the gospel of the kingdom into this generation. So I appreciate every one of you who do give, who have been given uh, one-off gifts on a regular basis. Thank you so much for standing with us. If you want to start giving, I encourage you to do that. And, uh, you know, maybe the Father's just speaking to you right now and you need to sow a seed in the midst of the things that you're facing for the breakthrough and the victory. Trust in Yehovah with all of your heart. He will not let you down. He is able. Hallelujah. All right, well, blessings. I'm looking forward to uh, catching up with you and uh, getting the emails and responses from this message tonight. If you're watching right now, just give us thumbs up. If you're on uh, YouTube, if you're on uh, Facebook, give us the thumbs up there. Post comments. Don't forget to share with others this encouraging message tonight. Because I know there's so many people, they're really sensing the pain. Uh, they're really going through it right now of trouble. And the word of Yehovah has just been spoken out to bring forth deliverance. So I hope you're blessed and encouraged. Can't wait to get together with you all next week or in the middle of the week and uh, look forward to catching up with you there. Until next time, Yehovah bless. Hallelujah. <laughs>